I have come across many people who say they are doing such and such a work of God. And I have often said to that individual, how did God show you to do this work? I have never had anyone to date be able to tell me how God showed them to do what they were calling a work of God. That makes no sense. Jesus said many would come in the day of judgment saying to him, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and in thy name have cast out devils and in thy name done many good works? And Jesus said that he will look at them and say, Depart from me, you worker of iniquity, I never knew you. If the work is of God, authored by God, and you do that work, that's good. But if you are doing it because it's your own idea, or someone else suggests it to you, you are in grave danger. Everything depends on this. Was it God telling me to do this thing? And how do I really know it is God? I've done many different types of things in the ministry. When I went on radio in 1980, it wasn't that I just thought, oh, I can go on radio. I heard from God by what I believe to be an angel of God who spoke three words to me in the night, Hartford, Seattle, KWJS, as I was asleep. I jumped out of bed, and the sound was so loud. I jumped out of bed and wrote those three words on a notepad because I didn't want to get them mixed up. Hartford, Seattle, KWJS. I looked at radio and television call letters and I found KWJS to be a radio station. For when I heard the word KWJS, I didn't know if it was radio or television. I never listened to radio broadcasts, religious radio broadcasts. I never listened to them in my life. And I never watched religious television so I didn't know. But when I found it was a radio station, I said to God, are you telling me to go on radio? I wouldn't know how to do that. Instantly, I heard, call the radio station manager. I did tell God this. I said, I'm a writer, not a speaker. He, he didn't answer that one. If I've told you to do it, do it is basically God's direction. So that same morning that I'd heard that word, I called the radio station manager at KWJS. I said, God might be showing me to go on radio. How would you do that? He said, make an audition tape 29 and a half minutes long. Send it to us, and if you fit our broadcasting, we'll offer you a contract. 
That same morning, without speaking to any humans at all about what I was doing, I made the audition tape, put it in the mail, sent it to the station manager. Within five days, I was broadcasting on KWJS. I didn't seek the permission of my pastor. I didn't seek the permission of the prayer group. I didn't ask the people in the church. I believed with all my heart that I had heard from God and I simply obeyed God. See, if you've heard a word from God, there is no counsel against that word. People can try, but even if they tell you don't do it, there's no counsel against the word you've heard from God. That's the word you focus on and that's the word you follow. In December 2018, I fell at my house in Texas. I was badly injured. As the ambulance workers were rolling me on a gurney past the front door of my house, I heard this. You'll never see this house again. With all my heart, I believe that was a word from God. They operated on me at the hospital, and then I had to spend the next two and a half months in rehabilitation hospitals. I put the house in Lubbock, Texas up for sale immediately. One of our church members said to me, I don't see how you can do this. I said, well, I've heard from God that I would never see this house again. Very often when you do something, somebody in the church group will come to you and say, how can you do this? And your answer better be, I've heard from God to do this. And whether they believe you or not doesn't matter. What matters is that you believe that you've heard from God. And you're fully persuaded that it is God showing you to do this thing that you are doing. Joshua 1.9, God speaking to Joshua. And then God said to Joshua, Have not I commanded thee? Is there any way that I could doubt that it was God who told me to go on radio and exhort the church? Well, of course I can tell you how God showed me to do this and why I believe it was God. But I've found that very few people can tell me how they know God wants them to do that. Joshua 1.9, God says, Have not I commanded thee? Then if so, be of good courage, and be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. In the year 2012, I had a dream, and in this dream, a woman was singing to a group of people. And I said, it's a little voice, but it's a nice little voice. And then all of a sudden in the dream, I saw it was a blog. Basically, a blog would give you an opportunity to speak 
words of exhortation to the church. And I believed the information was given to me by God to start a blog. I called Pam Paget, who was in Colorado Springs. I was in Texas. I called Pam because she was a computer programmer at FedEx and knew how to do things on a computer and on Internet. And I asked her if she could set up a blog, and she says, well, I've never done that, but I'm pretty sure I can. Within three days, we were presenting exhortations to the church on Internet, on a blog. We were so basically naive at the time because the first time we published something on the blog, we got two responses from Germany. And until that, we'd never even thought about it being the World Wide Web where it went all over the world. And how much did it cost us to do this as a ministry? It cost nothing zero dollars, to present exhortations all over the world on this new Internet device called the World Wide Web. It was perfect. We had no censorship, no limitation on the amount we could write. It was wonderful. What was it? It was a little voice, but it was a nice little voice, just like my dream. Can I say that God told me to write on a blog? Absolutely. Most people can't do that. They start a project and they have nothing to tell you about it being God who authored it. In the year 2020, February 2020, by that time I had moved to Colorado after that accident in Texas, was living in the home of Pam Paget. Pam awoke one morning with the word podcast. She, even before getting out of bed, took her Kindle tablet to try to find out what a podcast was. She had heard the name podcast prior to this. She had heard the former football quarterback, Troy Aikman, say that he had made his first podcast. Up until that point, she just thought this was some kind of kid stuff. But when she heard Aikman say it, she took it seriously. She looked it up, and then she came to my room downstairs. Now, I had been considering going back on radio. That was 2020, the year 2020. And Pam told me about this thing called podcast. That night, I had a dream. I opened the front door of my house. Kittens were everywhere. They were starving to death. They were just waiting on me to feed them. <laughs> Some kittens were so weak, they couldn't even move. They just stood there where they were lying. You know, kittens are very active, so if you know kittens, that's very unusual for a kitten to do that. They're usually playing and jumping and hopping around. But these kittens were very weak. They needed food, and they were waiting on me. I went into the garage of my house, and kittens were everywhere. Same story. 
waiting on food. And I said to God, what does this mean? All these kittens, what does this mean? And I heard, it's the church waiting to be fed. And podcast was the way I was shown to go. So if you were to ask me, how did you end up starting on podcast? I can tell you that's exactly how. So in all thy ways acknowledge God. Even if you know you're supposed to do something, you might not know how to do it. But we'd heard the word podcast. We believed that that was the way God was showing us to go. But we didn't know how to do a podcast. We didn't know what it required. Pam looked into it on internet and she asked God to guide her. I asked God to guide me so that we'd know how to do this thing. Well, I needed a microphone. I needed a recorder. So, of course, I prayed, please show us what type of recorder we need and what type of microphone. We were led to go to a sound equipment company and I think they sold guitars where they have amplifiers and microphones and things like that. I think that was their main business. But we told them what we were going to do and we got their recommendation. We bought a wonderful little recorder off Amazon, which is a Zoom recorder. Very, very good. And we bought a four or $500 level microphone and a mic stand. And it's been very good and began making recordings. And we felt God led us in the type of equipment. Pam selected the podcast host, uh, Podbean. It cost us a total of $100 a year to present these podcasts. We pay our podcast host $100 a year to go all over the world. Radio would have cost... Based on my stations in 1980, I believe the cheapest station was 800 a month and the most expensive station, which was in New York City, was $2,400 a month and I had about 15 stations. So, if you multiply 15 times an average of $1,000 a month, you see very fast how expensive radio is. Podcast, on the other hand, cost us $100 a month and went all over the world. And not only that, they store up a library. So if you miss that day's podcast, you can hear it the next day. It's a wonderful program. Twitter is a little different story. I heard the events concerning Donald Trump being put off Twitter. And I thought, oh, I hope they don't put me off Twitter. And the Holy Spirit straightened out my thinking by saying, you don't have an account with Twitter. I said, oh, yes, that's right. We've laughed many times about that. But after that situation, I began thinking, I wonder if I should have an account with Twitter and present podcasts on Twitter. So I asked God, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, and it shall be given you. 
So I asked God, should I go on Twitter? And I waited until the thought of going on Twitter wouldn't go away, and I believed God was telling me to explore Twitter. So I asked Pam to find out about Twitter, find out how we could go on it, and if we could freely speak messages of God on Twitter without censorship. And she found out we could. So we began building up a library of podcasts on Twitter. These are the ways that I can tell you God led me to do these works. As I began the blog, it went all over the world. Pastors in different countries would begin seeing it. And they contacted me by email wanting me to come to their country and speak to their churches. And they wanted me to come and speak at their minister conferences on the other side of the world, all at my own expense. I really wanted to go. That's one of the things I would love to do. But I knew my assignment was to stay at my home and write the blog messages and publish them from my home and record the podcast. But I wanted to travel. But I knew it would likely kill me because I was already in my late 70s and early 80s. Plus, it was at my own expense, and we didn't have a lot of money. It would have quickly eaten up every bit of my money to go to even one place overseas. So these things, God's yoke is easy. His burden is light. Matthew chapter 11. I knew the plan of traveling to these different countries was not the plan of God for me. I knew that I was to stay put, write exhortations, and record podcasts. I asked God if he could just give me some kind of concrete word showing me to stay in place and not go out and travel. And I heard, remember the cat? I said, oh, yeah, the cat. That's not exactly the spiritual level word I was expecting, but it's very real. She is a flesh and blood cat. You can't leave her by herself and go all over the world. And that was enough to convince me that I had been right in knowing my assignment was to stay put and write these messages and record these podcasts and not try to go all over the world and speak with church groups, and speak at ministers' conferences. I speak through the things I write, and they have plenty of information if they want to partake of it, without my going there. So in all thy ways, acknowledge God, pray, asking God, is this really the way you want me to go? And it says, and he will direct thy paths. He'll show you what to do. 
Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.